I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Pediatric Research Podcast. I'm Kerry Smith. This month's podcast is sort of a celebration of the achievements of 40 years of pediatric research. Tina Cheng is the Director of the Department of Pediatrics and Pediatrician-in-Chief at Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore. She and her colleagues have written an article choosing seven great breakthroughs in paediatric health and well-being. I called Tina and started by asking her what she had set out to capture in the article. Yeah, there has been tremendous progress in uh, starting with research that has led to increasing life expectancy, decreasing mortality, and improving the quality of life uh, for children and for adults. I think that we often take these research discoveries for granted, um, and I think it's important to celebrate them, but also recognize that there are research discoveries to come that are also going to, uh, to be important for our future. What would you say have been the, the top achievements? So uh, certainly preventing disease with life-saving immunizations is one of the top ones. Um, there have been many vaccines that have saved millions of lives, and uh, we highlight just a couple of those vaccines uh, in the article. You know, in addition, we've really increased the life expectancy for children with chronic diseases. Um, we highlight a couple of those diseases, uh, cystic fibrosis and sickle cell disease, but there have been many others that have increased the life expectancy related to research um, that has been done and different treatments that have increased life expectancy. So vaccines is a big one, millions of lives saved there. Are there, are there any other achievements that have made, it, just in terms of the numbers of lives saved, have made that much difference? So I, I think that, um, you know, another one that we outline is uh, preventing HIV maternal transmission. Um, it's incredible to me that 40 years ago, we actually didn't know what HIV was. And, you know, if someone had told me that there was a virus called HIV that would kill millions of people, um, I wouldn't have, have believed it. Um, but since that time, uh, you know, we have been able to understand that it is a virus um, and that there are ways to, to treat it. Um, so 20 years ago, one in four mothers with HIV transmitted the virus to their babies. Um, but with the discovery of antiretroviral medications, it's reduced the transmission to the point that it's very, very rare to see this transmission from mother to baby uh, today in the United States. And we've talked about, so HIV, we've talked about immunizations, and you mentioned chronic diseases. Are there any achievements that fit into the category of maybe at the social end of the scale? So I, I would say that there's a social aspect to all of these. 
Um, but, uh, you know, I think that there's one that may fit what you mean, reducing sudden death, infant death from back to sleep, um, which really has to do with how we lay our babies down when they go to sleep. Um, so the discovery that putting babies on their back to sleep and not their stomach was a really important uh, epidemiologic finding. And then recognizing that really getting the word out that we should be putting our babies on their back um, and in a safe environment has decreased the SIDS rate, the sudden infant death rate, um, by a half. So it was a lot of research, epidemiologic research, um, that really first identified this. And then there's also been other research that has been under, trying to understand the mechanism for why sleep position makes a difference in sudden infant death. And there are a couple more achievements you've, you've put on the list, one that helps premature babies to survive that important early time. So certainly saving premature babies by helping them breathe. Um, the lungs of premature babies are not developed at birth, and respiratory distress syndrome is a big problem and a common problem if babies are born too early. So, you know, the discovery of, uh, of surfactant um, that is uh, given to premature babies uh, it has been an incredible discovery that has really decreased the respiratory problems that premature babies have and have really saved the lives of, of many premature babies. Childhood cancer is a huge story. Um, there's been a huge decrease in deaths from childhood cancer. If you uh, had a diagnosis of acute lymphocytic leukemia, you know, 40 years ago, it was close to a death sentence. But today, with research on chemotherapy, if you have ALL, it's not certain death, but it's over 90% of these children that now survive. That's amazing. As the director of a department and as a scientist, you must think about where funding is coming from for paediatric research. Are there are there trends in funding over the years that we uh, should be happy about or, or, or otherwise? So funding has been a problem, um, and the funding in the United States for research has really plateaued. That is a concern, and uh, of course, there are new discoveries that are being made, and there are new diseases that we need to address, things like Zika that we wouldn't have predicted would be a problem, or chronic diseases that we still haven't um, gotten a handle on to prevent or to treat, like, uh, like the obesity epidemic. So certainly, we need to keep making sure that we can continue research that is going to uh, continue to make discoveries, and research funding is extremely important. And picture yourself another few decades into the future, writing this achievements article for a future time, what would you like to be able to say that we have achieved in that time? What are your biggest research priorities now and goals? So I think that, you know, we've done some thinking on what are the next seven achievements going to be. I think that there have been incredible advances in genomics, um, in gene and stem cell therapies, in understanding the microbiome, um, the bacteria that we all carry in our gut. And there's incredible opportunities for continued progress there. There's a need for a new knowledge, um, new vaccines, and new therapies to maintain health and cure disease, um, which requires continued research. I would say also there's exciting prevention work um, that is being done and, and needs to continue to be done. We all know that children's health is the foundation for adult health, and growing research has shown that there are early antecedents to adult disease. Um, and the, an exciting field of the developmental origins of health and disease um, is, is really uh, important so that we can prevent disease that may manifest later. Um, so, for instance, um, while 
we need to, you know, continue with things like bariatric surgery for adults for obesity. Um, we also need to be investing in research that will help to prevent obesity in childhood. So we need to keep our children healthy um, and uh, keep them from having chronic diseases as adults. So that we can ensure that we keep the life expectancy increases that we've, you know, scientists have, and others have worked so hard to build up. Absolutely. There's actually been some uh, discussions and some researchers that are, are predicting that perhaps in the future, life expectancy for children born today will actually be lower than the life expectancy that we are seeing now because of some of these, uh, these diseases. That was Tina Cheng of Johns Hopkins Hospital. You can find Tina's article and read about the seven great achievements at nature.com slash PR, where there are also more episodes of this podcast. I'm Kerry Smith. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.